What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting on all frequencies from here all the way to Fell Winter Peak and farther. We are, like, I've been, like, sporadically playing Iron Banner this week. Like, I, I even played a couple rounds before the show because I was, like, I got home from work and I was, like, a couple rounds will be nice. But, no, like, like it, 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 I think the fact that people finally learn how to pop bubbles has been a great thing. And it's been nice to see people actually try. So congratulations to everyone, every member of the, of the Destiny community for figuring out that bubbles aren't as broken as you think they are. And we actually have some dynamic gameplay going. And I am better. But this is Cosmic Drone Radio, the podcast, all about Destiny 2 and everything about it. Um, just talking about all the great news and things that go on and our opinions along the way. Uh, my name is Panda the Paladin. Uh, to my left, we have my amazing ghost. Um, who has been fighting off sickness and thankfully is still alive. The Red Lobster has not killed him yet. We have Alchemy. How you doing? I'm doing quite well, Panda. <laughs> but Red Lobster hasn't killed me, or this sickness hasn't yet, but I am sounding way better than I did last week. Honestly, yeah. Like, we were, we were on GMs last night. Man was like... <laughs> like, when we're fighting the birth, like, birthplace of the Vile Boss, and it's just like, man's dying. I felt so bad. <laughs> Um, in in-game and in our real life. It was insanity. Um, but don't forget, folks, that you listen. To this, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Amazon Music, and Audible. All those great places you can listen, listen to this show. So definitely make sure that you tune in. Um, you can rate the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you want to help people find us better, you definitely can rate us and review us and whatnot. And you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrum Radio. If you like ever need to figure out where the show is located, you can always go to CosmodromeRadio.com because all the links are located on the about page. And as well, you are able to join our Discord. You are able to um, look in the in the description of every episode. You're able to join the Discord, become part of the community. And if you're ever looking for a clan, we have our Radio Dread clan where you are able to be a part of the squad play the game with us, all that great stuff. So definitely join that if you are looking for a squad. All right. Ever since last week, Bungie has been, like, dropping news upon news on us, getting ready for Lightfall. And they've been, like, dropping, like, extra twabs. Like, the, the joke has been kind of running around, like, this Wednesday in Bungie instead of this week in Bungie. Because, like, they keep dropping an extra article of stuff prior to the twab. So, like, the twab barely has anything in it. And it's just like, what? <laughs> so not only did we get a trailer of new exotic weapons and armor that are coming uh, earlier in the week, but we also had Mercules, one of the uh, one of the uh, like uh, sandbox designers on the Firing Range podcast, and like, like who talked about some of the stuff from that trailer. Then we got an article yesterday talking about some stuff, and Mercules also touched that on that during the interview. And we have the twab today. So a lot has happened this week. Definitely <laughs> so really, has. Definitely has. Yeah, there's, there's a lot that happened, and we're definitely going to dive into it. First thing we're going to do, we'll talk about the trailer, because the trailer was very short. Like, it was about a, about a minute and 49 seconds long, but it packed a lot. 
Um, like there was so much that went on, and like if you want a little bit more of a description of each of the, the weapons that were showcased, there is a list of them in this week's twelve that we will include in the in the, in the show notes. And when you're looking at these weapons, you're just like, holy crap! Because first thing we had was the final warning uh, sidearm, which holding down the trigger of the kinetic uh, slot uh, makes like uh, has tracer bullets. It marks the target. Well, like and like has more of a burst fire and has these like strand sort of like way about them when you hit fire. And like you and um Devil's Ruin had a baby. Yeah, like like like, like um yeah, Mercules even said in the interview that like he literally like had had the idea of mixing Tiku's and Devil's Ruin. So it very much had this concept of just like strand tracking everywhere from a hip fire perspective. So everyone at first, before the Mercules talked about it, and then when the trailer first came out, everyone was like, "Oh, it's just strand cryostasis." But nah, it's like it's gonna be a whole different thing where you have to hit fire it to get the trace bullets and whatnot, and it's gonna be very interesting. I think it's gonna be dope. I'm not the biggest sidearm person, but like <laughs> definitely in some of my builds, I know that for sure with strand. Now the thing that I'm really excited about is deterministic chaos because. I likes me my my machine guns and Bungie said, "Hey yo, how about a void machine gun where the every fourth bullet becomes a a heavy projectile that weakens on impact, and every uh every sixth I think it was every sixteenth bullet um makes things volatile. So literally, you're just like so like every fourth bullet of the projectile weaken. So it's it's the sixteenth bullet, which is so cool. Where you have a machine gun doing multiple different things, not only weakening targets, making them volatile. That's going to be insane for different void builds next season. It honestly is. And especially with the new armor changes, I see, see a lot of um, void builds using that new exotic. Oh, definitely. Like, like especially with them going, hey, we're going to have, like, n- the new version of Void Elemental Wells playing a factor. Like, the, the ability region is going to be insane. And then with Nezex and on Warlocks and um Heart of the Most Light on Titans. I'm still worried they're gonna come out and be like, hey yo, Heart of the Most Light's getting nerfed. Like the last second, they're just gonna come out and be like, Yeah, so like we didn't tell y'all, but it's totally nerfed. <laughs> what else are Titans gonna run in PvE? I don't know. Well uh well we, we don't talk really about the only exotic you see most Titans use in PvE is Heart of and Most Light. Honestly, yeah. It's it's kind of disappointing. I want I want there to be like Similar to Hollow Fireheart, I've been saying for a while, like they need to buff Hollow Fireheart, but also make like a harder than most light per element. That way, it isn't just every 3.0 slash stasis, 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 stasis um, subclass uses harder than most light. We need more Hollow Firehearts. We need more diversity in builds because that would make more reason to do things. If they nerf that, like what are Titans going to use? Other than like certain like niche exotics, like I know um, Titans can run no backup plans to always have a constant overshield, or um, um, they can always run Aeons to be the team's heavy generator. Or, right. Um, the, We'll see, and and hopefully, like as the the new year goes on and seasons to start developing, we'll start seeing with the armor charge system they're they're introducing 
you'll see possibly buffing certain exotics for different classes. I think, especially with, with things like like uh, insurmountable skull fort, I feel like that could be the arc version of hard and, mo- and most light if they put the work into it. Because like right now, it ain't really doing a whole lot. So I feel like they need to buff it accordingly that long with hollow fire heart and like maybe a void version of the two to make it worth a damn. But we'll because see what happens. Back, back when when um, insurmountable skull fort. Um, I gave back your um, your um, arc melee whenever you got a kill, and it was well used in both PvP and PvE. Almost definitely. And then there was the thing that kind of caused a lot of controversy this week because um, at first when people saw the trailer, they're like, "Holy crap! Finally, we're getting a stasis glaive." Is Winter Bite where where um. The uh, it fires large balls of energy that lock onto nearby targets and freeze them. And until the TWAB and the interview with Mercules dropped, Bungie didn't really clarify because everyone's like, holy crap, it's super exciting since most stasis weapons are in the primary slot, the first ever primary kinetic slot glaive. But then they came out and said, no, this is going to be a heavy glaive in the heavy slot. And everyone's kind of going like, oh... And it's like the other the other exotic glaives aren't really worth using in PVE or PvP, other than like if you do a jello shot build with, with stasis or something like that. But like, why would you make this exotic glaive like the first ever stasis glaive not be in the kinetic slot where it's supposed to be? So some people have been kind of uh, upset about it. I think it is just cool that we have a stasis glaive. I think as long as it does more than salvation's grip, I think it's fine. <laughs> Because I've got a few ideas with that stasis glaive, but most likely they're gonna have it do like, like if it's gonna be uh, anything like um, the glaives we have right now, I hope they at least make it deal like, be like worth running exotic, not just to be another like cryo, like a heavy cryostasia just to generate, um, 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 stasis shards right and i mean like cryostasia it took a minute for it to find its place they had to rework it a little bit but once it found its niche i feel like it was great it just i think specifically with this they need to hit the mark well otherwise it's just gonna get put in everybody's vaults with the rest of the exotic glaives that's my big concern at the very least um then we had the reveal of three different exotic armor pieces the first one that had that had a little bit of uh, dissenting opinion from some people was the uh, Syracne's facade, where for hunters, after grappling with Strand, the, the helmet gives you extra protection, which is going to be like armor or overshield or something, and uh, you, uh, you get uh, you you get flinch resistance only on like, like, like entirely, but the, the armor apparently is only for body shots, not for head shots. So while you have extra flinch resistance and armor for body shots, it's not totally broken. You can still hit somebody in the head and kill them. So it's not going to be like like a hunter just grapples in PvP and has like the perfect ability just to hit you forever and like not have a problem. If you headshot them, they're going to die. So I think that's kind of a cool way to go about things, especially for PvP and PvP. Yeah, I, I know there's going to be a problem where people that snipe are always going to be running that on hunters and especially with the i don't know what the um 
uh, PvP meta is going to look like next um, expansion, but I feel like it's going to cause some problems. I just feel it in my gut. Yeah. I, I feel like like it, it'll probably require some tuning, but similar to the Titan exotic, which is like a ambient leap, where it's basically... So from what we found out with Strand for Titans, it's basically going to have like a built-in Kefri's horn for Strand, where... The minute you cast your barricade, it launches out a strand projectile that like grapples things near you. But with the the legs, the exotic, it's gonna fire out uh, three waves of the strand blast, similar to um, dead messenger. So that's gonna be a great thing. But apparently, this also gives you that body armor. So here's my hot take with this specifically: Why not? Let's look at both Kefri's horn and this exotic. And especially with the with the barricade nerf that just happened, why not make these two exotics give your barricade faster to combat the barricade nerf that just happened? That way you have that incentive to use your barricade for those effects. Like, like that would be a really cool way to go about that because it would if you're gonna make um what's the word? If you're gonna make um Titan's ramparts take away your barricade for longer why not introduce exotics to make your barricade be faster especially if they're what you want the people to use barricades offensively that's where i'm kind of like i feel like what they should do is if you get a kill with the either the strand or with the new boots or capri sting i feel like every kill that you get with it should reduce your um barricades cooldown that'd be kind of cool and then the swarmers, which is going to be uh, like where the leg armor allows warlocks to create threadlings, which is going to be like you able to like either when you cast your rift or you throw your grenade or something like that, it like launches out little like like seeker strand bullets or something like that. That's going to be really cool. I think that'll like give give it a little bit of diversity. But I'm really worried because like they keep showing this ability with strand where you launch out a strand attack. And it like grapples enemies upside down. If it ends up being a thing similar to Stasis, where we're immobilizing guardians for elongated periods of time and they can't escape, that's gonna cause more problems throughout the community in general. Like we're gonna be back to square one with Stasis, <laughs> and then like you're gonna see just Strand getting nerfed into oblivion to where no one uses it the same way this happened, and it's like. I don't want that to happen. I want yeah, this to be exciting. It's gonna be like I want to use it. I don't want it to be nerfed into the ground because it's gonna be one of the new subclasses. Exactly. But let's hope that they learn from stasis and they actually um allow you to just like have it almost like stasis where it's the exact same cooldown and everything to break out of it. Right. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens and we'll, and we'll go from there. Um, if you have any like opinions of the exotics, please let us know on Twitter or in the Discord. That way we can get some feedback and we'll see what we'll, we'll definitely be doing some testing once they come out because I feel like if they do do some cool stuff with the Titan Barricade, that'd be really cool and make it more offensive. Because like Jeffrey's horn has just been sitting in my vault for God knows how long, and I would love to make it do a thing. Um, then we got into the article on uh, yesterday on Wednesday where. They talked about the different weapon changes that are coming, and 
it, it's it's time, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary people alike. It is time for the nerf to linear fusion rifles. We knew it was coming. We it, it's since season of the splicer, or season of the lost, rather season, since season of the lost. We've been enjoying this linear fusion existence where like where linear fusions were the main dps source for so many people and now they're finally getting hit to where um they are reducing the damage against champions mini bosses bosses and vehicles on all linear fusion rifles by 15 percent and bungie did clarify uh through mercules on on the firing range podcast that Arbalist and Lorenz Driver are catching these nerfs as well. And, ooh, that's, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt bad. Because, like, we already know that Arbalist has been this great source of just anti-champion damage for a hot minute. Granted, with the anti-champion changes that are coming, it won't be as needed, but that's a big hit. They finally gave it a purpose with giving an intrinsic anti-barrier and making it worth using. And now they're just like, man, you're getting knocked way down. And it's just like, I don't get it. And the thing about uh, oh, same article, um, they're also buffing um, um, kinetic and energy weapons. So it's going to kind of offset the nerf a little bit but oh yeah like that's it. true i didn't think about that it, like uh, like with them buffing all kinetic special weapons that should at least help arbalist not um lorenz but no, no one really cares about lorenz but like that should kind of offset the buff debuff nerf a little bit there that should work a little bit like, i didn't think about that um but they did say that sleeper simulant and queen breaker are unaffected by this but here's my thing, Bungie. <laughs> Queen Breaker hasn't done a thing in years since you nerfed it during the Gambit years. Why are we saying that Queen Breaker is unaffected by this nerf when Queen Breaker isn't even usable? Like, I remember back in the days, because I played during those Queen Breaker's days, like, it, it was kind of unbearable, but, like, honestly, they just need to either make it a special weapon or give it a buff that it severely needs. They honestly like like they just need to put it back to where it was or like put it a little bit below where it was because it's one of those exotics that's just sitting in your vault. You don't use it. There's no reason to use it. Even when linear fusions got the buff they did, you it, it didn't see play and it's not worth people's time. So I've been saying for months and months now, like well, since we started the show, that it needed a clear buff, and now it's just like, okay, guess we're just nerfing everything. <laughs> so, uh, at, at the very least, uh, sleeper fans, you, you get to keep, keep using sleeper. It might end up being used for day one raid. Some people are talking about if the nerf is for across the board is that bad too, Lanier's. Um, other people are saying rockets are about to become the meta. My big prevailing theory is that with machine guns, because they're increasing uh, machine gun damage by 10 more percent, and like, like which is going to like put their TTK values across the board in PvP back to like almost D1 era TTKs, but also across the board, we might see machine guns actually be worth using in high-end content. So 
granted they did clarify that um the buff is happening to um the buff is happening to grand overture but it's not happening to xenophage so xenophage while still powerful is not getting that a 10 percent buff so but it may end up being a situation where grand overture might see day one raid usage so it's also um I, I can't remember. It was either Proctor or um, the other guy. I can't remember his name. Mercules. Mercules. One of them said, "If Grand Overture is used in the Day One raid, uh, they can." Oh, no, that was that was that was that was one of Cross's people. That was one of Cross's people. That, uh, Cross said uh, one one of his guys said something about like if he if if uh, Grand Overture is used in Day One raid, he'll he'll delete a God roll. So that's comical. Make that happen. <laughs> Um, so that's really cool. I, I really I want to enter a machine gun meta. I've been saying for a while now that machine guns need to be in a place where they can be used in high end content. Because even two seasons ago, during Seeds of the Plunder, where they were like, "Not only are we going to give Thunderlord intrinsic overload, we're going to give you overload machine gun for a season." There was no point to even using overload machine gun. Overload machine gun was ass, and it was like if you like, I tried to take a commemoration into it in, into a nightfall, and it was like this isn't doing anything. Like. What's the point? So I really feel like like machine guns need a clear buff to where they're not overpowered in low end content, but they're usable in high end content. That's yeah. just me. Like I'll go back to hammerhead days, dang it. Yeah, the, but honestly, um, the machine guns just need more touching up in general because, like. I don't remember the last time I put a machine gun on that wasn't Grand Overture or Xenophage or any legendary um, machine gun on since the Thunderlord. The only thing that's even happened recently was that the um, the um, the volatile bug that was going on made Retrofit Escapade be worth using in high-end content. But even then, it's like, that was a bug. We want to be able to use machine guns like normally without a bug existing. So hopefully this 10% buff is worth it. Um, then they announced that heavy mach- heavy grenade launchers are getting a buff ag- against champions, mini bosses, bosses, and vehicles by 20% and miners by 40%. We, yeah, they like but they because at first in the in the notes they say parasite isn't being effective, and everyone's like, is anarchy coming back? And it's like they even clarified, yes, anarchy's being put back to where it was. Now, some people are kind of like, but the ammo's still kind of not where it was because they nerfed how much ammo you can hold. My philosophy is, I don't give a crap. We are about to be putting arc webs everywhere and going back to the good old days, dang flabbit. So we can get some Aeons or some Lucent Finishers. They bring Lucent Finisher back. We, 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 we can compensate. Anarchy is coming back. Yeah, no matter what, people are going to be using that. It's definitely going to be a thing. And day one rating as well. Like they even said, um, it's gonna they're going to improve the projectile collision. That they're going to they're increasing the blast radius, and you're going to see like if if anybody hasn't crafted Tarnation from Witch Queen, definitely craft that because that gets enhanced chain reaction and enhanced clown cartridge. That'll be great for legendary use. You're going to see, um, I, know, I know right now people are saying, hey, 
go get the um the shadow key grenade launcher because it's one of the only uh like grenade launchers that can roll with um i believe demo and something else so definitely look into that well i know it can get full, it, they can get auto loading in full court but someone said something about it can get something else in demo i might need to look at that real quick because um, i know um i saw a um tiktok earlier um um the meta might be threat um no um God, what's the perk when you get low health and re- auto reload to your weapon? Uh, threat detector? No, it's not threat detector. It's life something. Uh, uh love and death. It's called love and death. Cause I because I watched a video before I before I came home for work, and it was like, um, it's a it's a demo and something else was like the best thing you can get on love and death, and I'm like. Um, it will, oh, it's clown cartridge. You can get clown cartridges and demo on Love and Death, so that's gonna be just like overflowed mag with demo yeah. with grenade build. You're gonna see warlocks with freaking um, with Starfire Protocol getting more grenades because of this thing. So, definitely looking to get that. It can get field prep full court and get Genesis full court clown cartridge full court. Um, uh, clown cartridge chain reaction, auto loading full court. Like it has, it has a lot of possibilities that people have been sleeping on because everyone thought the dream, the the shadow key weapons were ass. But if you look at things like the pulse rifle, premonition, if you look at uh, the 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 SMG, um, arc logic, the the auto rifle is still really good. And despite them getting rid of overflow on it, it's still a monster with subsistence and rampage. Like it can do a lot of work if you if you look into those guns. They're really easy to farm too because once you get the little like trinket that you get from like like searching around the, the map all you need is like a certain amount of kills with auto rifles or grenade launchers or whatever so they're really easy for each of the little essences to to, to farm over and over again um do 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 from there pulse monitor oh yeah pulse monitor okay cool um reloads your weapon and if you go low health so what what i saw on tiktok someone was running pulse monitor and something else so the last shot of their mag they shot their feet and they would have another full mag pretty badass so i think that also might be a meta as well it could then bungie finally said we we hear you we hear your frustrations and we're gonna listen and Paul Taxi can finally put down his campaign flag and his bullhorn because Bungie finally, in the last patch, made it so blues, blue armor pieces no longer drop once you hit soft cap. And man, I'm, I'll be the first one to say, uh, I'll be the first one to say, it was so nice running GMs because me and Alchemy were running GMs last night. All you're getting is legendaries. All you're getting is legendary uh, weapon drops. And granted, if you are someone who runs Grandmaster content or Nightfalls right now, definitely get in where you fit in right now. Because Bungie's even saying next season it's going to be Glimmer <laughs> dropping more from enemies rather than so many purples. Like you'll still get purple drops occasionally, but it's going to be a more frequent of Glimmer dropping from enemies rather than so many purples. So definitely get yeah. in where you fit in. Even if the, the rolls are ash, you can still 
farm them for legendary shards. This is a good opportunity to get legendary shards and stack up, especially with legacy focusing on the horizon, where we know most drops are going to be like seven engrams and a hundred legendary shards. You're definitely going to want to like stack up now before things go south. So <laughs> definitely do that now. Um, People are excited for that because I don't know how many people I've seen. They get so many blues, it pushes out their ascendant shards, their oh, crap stuff. It's, it's it sucks. Um, as you know, majority of the blues go to your postmaster. Right. If you save stuff in your postmaster, it's going to be pushed out by the newer stuff. Right. And then back over to the weapons thing from uh from yesterday, uh shotguns are getting their reticles because we we just have the, the the situation where the reticles were finally made permanent rather than random. They're making it now where the reticles actually change size depending on the spread angle of the gun. Meaning things like Legend of Acreus, when you hip fire that thing, you're actually gonna see a very large spread angle now. <laughs> you're not gonna have to worry about not being able to see where your pellets are going, which is really cool. Um, kinetic weapons, like Alchemy already touched on, are getting a significant uh, multiplier increase. So you're going to see not only um, primary weapons, but special weapons get increased because primary kinetic weapons are going from 1.05 for the multiplier to 1.1. Um, specials are going from 1.05 to 1.15. So you're going to actually see kinetics being worth using. Bungie's very much like we want you guys to use kinetics more. And you're going to see things like um, you're going to see things like um, Outbreak Perfected be more used in PvE content, more so even the, the past uh, expansion. You're going to see Wither Horde get a buff. You're going to see Izaki's Burden get a buff. You're going to see these guns that people have been wanting to like use more so and actually be worth it. Everyone, everyone was so scared when Wither Horde got nerfed. It's like, now they're like, yo, we nerfed that time but we're going to increase the damage. Yeah. But Bungie's also afraid of another sniper meta happening where people just play so passively. It's going to be like D1 icebreaker meta. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Merck talked about that a little bit. Icebreaker, it generated ammo for you, but with Izzy and everything else, it, you have to go collect ammo. Right. Like, you actually have to put the work in it. And the thing about it is, um, well, because the reason why that, that was talked about was because, like, the uh the the firing range podcast asked about um them buffing sniper rifles and i honestly think like sniper rifles need a significant buff in pve overall because while i understand the idea they don't want that kind of scary meta going on sniper rifles need a reason to exist in pve especially when there's things like anti-barrier going on you want to be able to have long range fights like scout rifles right now are actually really uh powerful because not most of the time that's like anti-barrier scout rifle, but right now you have overload scout rifle where it's like you can use that mod to actually be beneficial, especially if you have a gun with explosive payload on it. You're able to shoot from afar without engaging too deep into a fight. And if you have all these different PVE snipers that have been rolling out recently, like Succession, like Thoughtless uh, from Season of the Risen, that have triple tap and like firing lines. You want to be able to use these while around your teammates from a safe distance and be able to go up against high high level combatants. So I think they need to actually start thinking about, hey, we want to buff these weapons. That way they can be used in high level content. That's more my thought process. Like we 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 don't need to think buff them to the point they're super powerful. Think 
can this be used safely in high level content without it being a detriment? That makes sense. Yeah. That may- totally makes sense because um I I don't the last time I remember using sniper was the only time I use a sniper is um either orcs or um sisters, but that's become less and less of a thing. Right. Um, and, and then we dive into the different exotic changes. Speaking of Queen Breaker again, they're actually making it so the blinding effect on it uh, is uh, like uh, wasn't as underwhelming. They're actually making it so it's the Arc 3.0 blind. So maybe they're c- gonna make Queen Breaker worth using. Maybe I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth. They're actually gonna make Queen Breaker worth using. But right now, I need I need them to buff it. I don't need just a blind change. I need them to buff it, and then we can talk about that. The damage. Yeah, like the damage needs to be buffed for me to actually be like looking at it. Now, the one thing that I'm really excited about, they announced that Ruinous Effigy, one of my favorite trace rivals in the whole game, is whenever you, you uh, use the transmutation spear, that when you get a kill, it makes a little ball, a void ball. When you slam that, it causes um like uh, uh freaking I can't even talk um it causes suppression so you're gonna be able to run around slam that ball and especially because next season they're making suppression dam- uh stun overload champions you actually could use ruinous effigy in high level content to stun an overload champion <laughs> like I'm so down for that the ability to use that weapon in that way. <laughs> And then they're like, "Hey, while we're at it, let's make let's let's buff Leviathan's breath. That way, it applies volatile on perfect draw impact, and they're gonna increase the damage of it, <laughs> like against uh, like against uh, P- uh PvP players. That way, it's a one shot kill again in supers, and they're gonna increase it against champions by thirty percent." So, like, y'all thought Leviathan's Breath was great for Inside Terminus this season. Wait till next season. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I am running, going to run like Chain all the time now. It's going to be great, man. That's going to be so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, And the one thing they talked about recently, I remember, um, I, I believe it was the Massive Breakdowns podcast. I could be wrong. But Mercules was asked previously about number it was it wasn't Mercury's, it was uh Proctor. They 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 talked previously about making it so things like Sunshot and One Thousand Voices would work with the 3.0 verbs. And look what happened. They're like, hey, uh we're gonna make it so the explosion from one thousand voices is going to cause scorch. So that's gonna be nutty. <laughs> And um, also, Prometheus Lens is getting incandescent as well. Yeah, so like these in Polaris Lance is on the perfect fist shot is getting scorch as well. It's changing the burn, like the burn effect it had to scorch. So you have I these four. Nope, it was it was only, it was just a normal burn damage, like a quote unquote burn damage. It was grandfathered in, but now they're making it so the perfect fist shot has scorch. So if you just keep getting um crit shot after crit shot. You can just keep causing scorch damage over and over again with the perfect fifth uh, crit. So Polaris Lance might become meta next season. <laughs> um, and then they're like, "Hey, let's do something with Two Tail Fox as well," because 
not only did it already have suppression from the void rocket, they're going to make it so the solar rocket causes 60 plus 30 scorch stacks of burn. So you're going to have scorch and, and possibly like, like, like on top of the suppression. And they're saying that the catalyst completes the trifecta. And I'm like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> like, then it wouldn't be a two-tailed fox if it has three modes. <laughs> Are we, what's going on? Strap another barrel on it and have it make make it do art damage. Uh, if man, that'd be that would be dope. But like that would defeat the purpose of calling it a two-tailed fox. It would be a three-tailed fox. But like, whatever. <laughs> I'm down. I I just think it's weird. It could be a Kitsune, which has nine tails. Oh God! Um, and then as we already talked about, but like, but like this was partially touched on. Grand Overture is getting uh, switching from a normal blind to the Arc 3.0 blind, and then they talked about something else that I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in. There, while they are making Osmosis and Elemental Capacitor work with Strand, um, they are making it to where Rewind rounds are similar to reconstruction recently are going to be able to work on non vaults of glass guns. And I'm like, why? Like what? Like, 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 seriously, like why, why take away the exclusiveness of that perk? And also you're probably going to be making it. So vault of glass weapons are craftable soon. Why take away the significance of those weapons? Like, why? Like, those were meant to be that fun perk for those weapons. Why change that? And they did it recently with the making the craftable weapons for Deepstone and having reconstruction exist outside of that realm as well. And I'm just like, you're you're kind of taking away the excitement of having raid exclusive perks. So I'm I I don't know like uh, how can we, how, what's your thought on that? I I don't like it that much. Neither do I because like you can. I remember back when they didn't have it, which was last season, and like people would actually use those weapons to get those perks. But now, like I feel like it, we're in a day and age now. Um, Bungie wants those exclusive perks on all weapons because i don't know why but i guess they just want more um perks in the perk pool so people um on craftable weapons as well i I mean i guess and there was something that like someone like uh told me earlier that what if they're doing this that way for people who don't raid as much like solo players have the ability to enjoy those perks and i'm i get it i do but like a if you need someone to raid with call me but like in general it's very much feels like they're they're taking away the uniqueness because you like like if, if an exotic had a specific exotic perk to it you wouldn't just put that exotic perk on every gun in the world like it just it feels weird because we Starting with Deepstone and, and, and rolling back to Vault of Glass, the idea of that chase, that reason to have those guns, feels less impactful now to me. But, like, I don't know. It just feels weird. 
Um, I might add, like, if I ever get a chance to ask Proctor about that, I might. But like, it just it feels weird. Um, the other thing that they, that they announced is they're they're basically rolling back some of the uh, changes they made to Eager Edge, where they're like they're making it so the you actually can swing while having already powerful momentum. So speedrunners rejoice. I'm of the opinion that Eager Edge should just not exist, but like do what you want. <laughs> I don't really care. Um, be excited about that because Eager Edge lets you do those cool things and you back for PvP purposes as well. Yeah, because there was those issues where you could just swing through someone and do no damage. Yeah, because I've had that multiple times with you and the fire team and yep. trials. <laughs> And I'll be like, what the fuck? My sword didn't kill him. And I heard the fucking swing noise. Oh, there was one I clipped where like, I literally killed one person and then swung over to the next person and it just went through them with no damage. And it was just like, huh? So while it's a good thing that they fixed this, I'm still just like, I, I, I can live. I, I can live without also, the part. I think that also might be another netcode issue. Just like how you can melee with. Oh yeah, that's true. And then they're like, "Hey, since we want to make blinding be a verb specifically for Arc 3.0 now, and we don't." And there was the question that that arose of, "Uh, blinding works with overload or unstop?" I forget which one. Next season with the champion changes they're making, what if? people confuse and think blinding grenade launchers can stun champions. So they're changing the the perk blinding grenades to disorienting grenades. So like every grenade launcher you have right now is going to see an update come lightfall where it says disorienting grenades instead of blinding grenades. So just anticipate that. So just be right. So those are the, that was the majority of the change. They did say with vice stinger, they are like along with the, the linear changes they are going to be nerfing Vice Stinger to where instead of fully reloading your gun, it's only going to give you 25% of the mag back. So they really want to nerf linear fusions into the ground. Especially Taipan. Taipan, Reed's Regret, like, that they want to balance that out and make people actually use other weapons, which I can get I can get ahead of that. And some people will be like, which this this, this even goes back to what I was talking about last week about just like, not nerfing everything, but bringing other things up to it. Y'all could have left linears alone and made it so, like, because right now, for the for longest time, we've had linears and rocket launchers since Witch Queen. Why not make it so linears, rocket launchers, grenade launchers, and uh, machine guns could all be viable DPS options? Instead of nerfing them into the ground, why not make it where everything can exist cohabitally and then have a few things that shine above the rest, like a Taipan or a Reeds or a Gret or an Exotic? Or like back in the day, we had a Hammerhead that was the best machine gun. Why not put all machine guns somewhere like, like reasonable and then have one machine gun that rules them all? Like that's where I think Bungie needs to start thinking more so. But we all knew that Lanier Nerf was coming. It's what it is. And then uh, moving into uh, that was pretty much everything. I think we covered about everything that came out the past few days. But moving into Iron Banner this week, this is uh, they are putting Iron Banner next season back to three instead of two. Which Bravo Bungie, you listened. Thank God. 
like uh like that's a great thing definitely chase that shader if y'all want that shader that makes things shame mail chase that as well um yeah, I'm for, do that as soon as we get done with the podcast i'm gonna hop <laughs> under you and fucking grind some nice. banner and then for those who haven't noticed and haven't been keeping up with bungie's twitter they did roll out a patch this week or last week i forget which one where they made it so the normal battle pass um, upgrade that makes your progression for your catalyst or like the seasonal weapon go faster, they put that on every catalyst. So people who have been trying to get the Wither Horde catalyst for the longest time, now you can do that. They made it a little bit easier. Also, folks, remember, um, Bungie did make it so the weekly free red border once per week has gone from once per week to once per day. Definitely remember that. So, like, your season of the haunted weapons, season of the risen, plunder, right. seraph, grind all of them, because we don't know when those weapons are coming back. We don't know when they'll be craftable again. So, yeah. if you want to have those as options for craftable, now is your best time to grind that content. You have three weeks. Just knock it out. Knock it all out. And get it done. Because I only have like like six more weapons and then I have like everything from every season craftable. So definitely put the put the effort in and get that done. Yeah, I think that was a that was about everything. I we, we definitely co- covered everything. Um yeah no so oh I'm out of breath. <laughs> I, I was over here like not breathing for like like a moron for a minute there. Um so yeah no we're gonna breathe. <laughs> breathe. Um who needs breathing? Breathing isn't important. Um, so yeah, once again, I, I do want to commend everybody who finally learned how to play Fortress and counter bubbles. People have learned that bubbles are not, are not invincible, that you can break them. So shout out to all my stasis hunters and my blade barrage hunters and the people who threw Wither Horde into the bubble during Iron Banner. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all actually fought back and I'm proud that y'all put the effort in. No one's just giving up and throwing matches for for XP, we're not doing that no more. So shout out to y'all. Um, don't forget, folks, that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, all those great places and whatnot, YouTube. Um, definitely know that you can rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That way you can help people find us better. Follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio and join the Discord, like join the community. Like Every week we'll have inter- uh, uh, listener questions starting next week where you can ask us questions about the game and what our like, favorite things and whatnot are, or if you have a lore question. Oh, there was a leak that happened yesterday that Bungie put something on, on the, the website they weren't supposed to, so people are tripping about that. Um, <laughs> that, that I'm, if it ends up being true of, of who the raid boss is, I'm going to be pissed because I wanted it to be someone else, but it's cool. We'll talk about that at a later date. <laughs> um, but uh, Alchemy, what is your closing statement for the episode? I also think um, Lightfall is going to be awesome. And I I have high expectations for Lightfall. And with all the changes and all the new armor coming in, I hope that um, Lightfall will be one hell of a uh, expansion. And this episode went really great. Yeah, it was a pretty solid episode. Um, went well, uh, my closest statement is I personally have been feeling really low when it comes to the game and just like different things that have been going on. 
but the past two days specifically, actually the past three days specifically, have been personally and in-game some of my favorite in all of Destiny. And refining that spark of what matters, of what this game can mean to me, has been amazing, and being able to realize that the darkness may come for your ass, but being able to fight against it can power you into the greatest time of your life. So never feel like you're alone. If you feel like you're alone, let me know. My dis- like, like The Discord is open to everybody. If you need someone to run with, even if it's like 3 in the morning, I'm up. Hit me up. We'll run a strike, talk, whatever. And that way you know it's okay. Um, we will be back next week with a brand new episode for everybody to enjoy. Things are going to keep ramping up. We're going to get ready for Lightfall. We will be giving away two different copies of Lightfall as we get closer to it. So definitely get ready for that because we want to like help bolster the community and help out people who that way they can be part of the part of the joint. So definitely be ready for that. We'll be talking about that in the next few episodes of how you can enter uh, to win a copy of Lightfall. So we will catch you folks star side. Peace out.